Empires with Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. My brain is like fried. It's so hot out there. <laughs> it's gonna get worse, apparently. Uh, I don't even. Oh God, that's terrible. I need to. Go back to work at the ice cream factory or something like that so I can lock myself in the freezer. <laughs> we just need to come up with the two broke geeks like like uh, air freshener, air cooling system specifically for your balls or just your genital area in general. Good idea. This is two broke geeks. I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Justin. Pretty soon we will have our new invention available and ladies, we can even make one that can like get your under boob if your under boobs are too sweaty. So. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just you check out your normal Target. Uh, oh, Target no. exclusive. We don't want to get into bed with Target. Nobody will ever be able to find anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it will it'll be exclusive. Uh, exclusive place for you can get Coolidge for your under boobs and crotch. Speaking of figures and Target and everything, you are not going to believe. I opened my mailbox today and there was a box in my mailbox with my name on it. And I'm like, what is this? Is it the Injustice Flash? Yes. I was, <laughs> remember I said I had pre-ordered it and then it never came. And I was like, yeah. I guess I didn't pre-order it. Turns out I did, and here it is. So Which I... is funny because I was in a couple stores the other day looking for see if anyone happened to have like the Puppet Master NECA figures, mm -hmm. and I f came across four of those flashes. Wow! Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't end up buying it because I was because we had that whole adventure where I was like, man, I swear I pre-ordered this and then it <laughs> never came. So. <laughs> All right. Well, well, now you can save your money for that Patrick Bateman. <laughs> oh, I want that thing so bad. You it's, sent that to me, and I'm like, it's so cool. I I looked at like all the high res photos of like all the pieces that come with it mm -hmm. and everything, and I'm just like, oh, I kind of want this. Yeah, I love the uh, the screaming bloody face that you can put the uh, raincoat on him and give him the axe. I'm like, uh, it's really cool. All it's missing is a tiny uh, CD player that plays Huey Lewis and the News. Yep. Yep. That's true. Can play my own Huey Lewis and the News. I've got plenty of uh I've got plenty of Huey Lewis and the News in my music library. Yes, you do. Hey, it's hip to be square. Yeah. What can it's I say? It's so hip to be square. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just telling you before we started recording, I had forgotten until today when I was thinking about the fact that we were going to record that there was a brand new trailer for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Uh, did you see that trailer? I watched it and I'm actually more intrigued by it now. All right. Um, it looked... It looks like they're taking a interesting, t a different take on the rings because mm -hmm. they are literally bands that are on someone's arm. Well, uh, yeah, they go around uh, literal the rings. Yeah, the Mandarin's arm. They're they're like bracelet type rings rather than finger rings. Yeah, so I'm very curious. Like, I, they have definitely have more like magical kind of things in this trailer. But the thing that kind of got me was, I guess, Abominations in this movie for a quick bit. Yep. I, everyone was like, oh my god, that's Abomination. And I'm like, okay, I, I mean, I don't know if they've admitted saying it's Abomination or if it's like... Oh no, I, it is totally Abomination. Well, it was either that or like some guy who's doing like wizardy crap. Who knows? Like, But I'm like, oh shit, but I figured it would probably be Abomination just to get people hyped for uh, She-Hulk series. 
Yeah, and he looks more like control. a bomb. It looks like uh, Blonsky has been doing some more evolving in captivity because he's oh, got yeah. the head fan and the everything. I'm, yeah, so I, even that, I was just like, I'm sold. <laughs> Interesting, because I'll tell you this much, this trailer still doesn't do a thing for me. I hear you. I yep. mean, so. Well, like we've talked about before, like, I really like the uh, martial art. Uh, aspects of it Mm because we just don't see that much uh sometimes so i I can kind of get down with that so i i mean i like i said before more faith in it than i do with uh with black widow (laughs) yeah yeah it does it does look like it's got that going for it at least uh black widow i have no interest in so yeah um did you see everyone's going nuts since we're on marvel uh did you see everyone's going nuts with i guess at the end of wandavision they changed this end credit scene slightly i saw oh that's gotta be a spam call never mind i was checking (laughs) to see if it was something important but it it had a uh, local area code, but the spammers have been using local area codes lately. So. Yeah, they have. They've been going nuts with them lately. Yeah. Um, I saw a headline about it, but I have no idea what it's about. So basically, I haven't watched it because I did. It's one of those things where, like, I guess they changed the color saturation, saturation, and I guess locale. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it on YouTube at some point. But there's apparently a, it apparently there is a weird, uh, I don't know if anyone's talked about it or anything, but I guess there's like, they're showing the large scene of the forest as they're like zooming in onto the cabin. Mm -hmm. There's apparently a person or a thing astral projecting in the corner now and everyone's like it's mm. doctor strange and i'm just like um it's like how the uh the thing i saw today uh is everyone going out of their minds because uh the new lego slave one doesn't call oh. it slave one it just calls it boba fett's starship yep yeah everyone's going freaking nuts with that <laughs> Yeah, that's annoying. And now I really want this T-shirt you just sent me. <laughs> oh, the the Punisher skull made out of all the weapons. Yeah, that's really awesome. I want it? <laughs> yeah. Uh the the slave one thing. I'm like that does seem a lot to me. Um, you know what I mean? Like it 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 seems like maybe a step too far. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I, it's one of those things where like, they'll change the name if they want, but I'll still probably call it the slave one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, we didn't talk about this last week, uh, because I think it became a huge thing after the fact. Um, but, uh, uh but like in this, when we get to talking about Loki, everyone went piss poor whiny because they're like oh you made loki bikes it's just like um he's been by for thousands of years uh, yeah that one people getting mad about that it's the same thing i always say when it comes to when we're talking about um these things obviously people know we've made it pretty clear where we stand on these kinds of things but that's one of those ones where it's like guys come on like if you're reading comics and this is the kind of stuff that you are upset about um you don't understand the comics that you're reading <laughs> like yeah. if you if you say you love comic book heroes and then turn around and get mad if one of them is gay or black or whatever then you don't understand comics at all and you shouldn't call yourself a fan of heroes because you're not acting very much like a hero <laughs> right yeah i mean it's it's so bizarre because yeah i've been seeing the kerfuffle everyone's been putting up about slave one and part of me doesn't really care that much because 
like I said, like I'll call it Slave One no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's whatever. Uh, I'm sure it's part of Disney's whole. Uh, they want to get a sort of scrubbing wording. up their image a little bit. Yeah, and I'm sure, especially now with Star Wars under their belt, they they're like, ah, oh, we can't use the word slave anymore. Uh, uh, so it, I mean, it's, it's a little bit yeah. silly. It is just the name of the ship. Yeah, and it is a little bit different. I get not calling Slave Leia Slave Leia. That's that makes a little more sense to me. But it also might not be for anything more than just this Lego set marketed at kids. Like, yeah, there's a possibility too. You know, um, so yeah, and Loki being bisexual. So what? Who cares? Like, even in the comics, the character has been gender fluid and all kinds of stuff so my my favorite response to that was like all these, it was like uh it was a meme of like of a guy playing uh checkers against a dog and the guy's losing he has like his hands uh his head in his hands and it says marvel fans that are realized that finding out that loki is bisexual and then it's the it's like the dog doing like a side eye. It's like knowing that Loki has at one point been a horse who had sex with another horse and he himself gave birth to another horse. Yep. Yeah. That's the kind of, so yeah. And also the whole thing where, I mean, obviously I guess we could just talk about the episode of Loki, but the whole fact that Sylvie, the enchantress used to be Loki, but is Sylvie now is like, okay, there's your whole not even subtle at all uh, transgender metaphor that, again, is just fine. Like, Sylvie decided she didn't want to be Loki anymore and became Sylvie and doesn't want to be called Loki anymore, kind of the way that transgender people don't want to be dead named. (laughs) But, man, man, this episode of Loki was still not like... It really is not hooking me. Like, it had a couple moments where it was like, uh, because, spoiler alert, for, this is for episode three. We're, Mm -hmm. we're a little behind. We're going to recording this before four. Yep. Um, like, it just, the only real thing out of this that I actually really found intriguing was when Sylvie talked about how she got into the minds of one of the TVA agents, and Loki's like, what are you talking about? Like, they used to be people? Like, yeah, they're variants. They're not made for the TVA. They're like legit variants well, yeah, that Loki are now says, working. Loki says they no, they're not variants. They were created by the timekeepers, and she's like, "That's ridiculous. They're variants." And Loki says yeah. they don't know that. Yes. Other than that, this episode was kind of just a a, a pretty wash. I want to say because mm-hmm. like the whole episode basically is them doing the routine of these two can't coexist oh loki being a dum-dum giving up their location and because he's drunk on a on a train Mm -hmm. and like because they're all they're trapped on a on lamantis one because of using the the doorway yeah Uh, and they broke the and they broke it and they're on a they're on a chaos. They ran out of power, and then they broke it after. Yeah, and then they're they're in a spot. They're in a place where there's like a a uh, a world apocalypse. So they have to try and get off. It's just that whole scene near the end of it of they're running through the town. It's just a prettier but boring version of what they did in Daredevil. <laughs> a little bit. Um... Yeah, I mean, this episode I thought was fine. I know some people are really digging this show. I'm not really all that hooked into it. Same. Um, I think this episode did a lot of fun things with uh, some of the character stuff where, like, Loki uh, tells Sylvie, oh, by the way, spoiler alert, you're adopted. And she goes, I know, I've known for a long time. And Loki's like, they told you? And she's like, yeah, they didn't tell you. Um, And I thought there was some good stuff with Loki uh, kind of realizing that I mean, maybe not necessarily realizing, but re-realizing the fact that growing up, he really didn't have it that bad and that his mom was really good to him. And even though 
And of course, you always got to keep remembering this is the Loki. This is a different version. This is the Loki who, in Avengers, still felt like he had been fucked over because he was an ice giant and treated like an outsider. You know. Um, but they also made him a freaking variant that's dumb as hell. Because <laughs> mm. like, like they get like his whole plan. Like they're trying to get on this cruise ship. Uh, that'll get him off a planet before it blows up. And so their whole plan of, oh, I have it. And he dresses up as one of the guards and takes Sylvie as a prisoner. And then halfway through on the train, he just decides to get drunk and just blow their cover. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's just, I'm not digging it. Like, Loki's a little bit smarter than that. But that's regular Loki. And this variant's kind of just a dumbass. Yeah. Um... I don't know. We'll see where it ends up. But uh, I think the more interesting stuff is going to be in the last three episodes. Now, these these first three episodes have felt like nothing but setup. It's felt like the all of Act 1 in the first... Like, maybe... I keep feeling like maybe by the time it's all done, I'll like it all as a whole. Um and this is one of the shows that uh, some people still talk about. Well, I wish this had all dropped at once so I could binge it and not watch it week to week. And for the most part, I disagree with that. But for this show, I'm almost like, I kind of wish I had just been able to see this whole thing at once. Because I keep feeling like they're setting up and setting up and setting up for a payoff versus having <coughs> actually really truly good interesting stuff happening in each episode yeah i i agree with that because it's like I, i'll wake up on wednesdays and i'll watch it but i haven't like every time i've finished it, i don't feel so fulfilled of being like oh okay i'm excited to tune into the next episode to see how this plays out like or how this the, every so far she's like oh all right that that's a thing now okay cool mm -hmm. they're trapped on the they're trapped in the an apocalypse now. All right. <laughs> well, and the show even also feels almost like a setup for things to come. Like, cause I keep feeling like the TVA and the timeline stuff is setting up more things that we'll see in multiverse of madness and no way spider-man yeah. yeah i don't know and whatever yeah i don't know it's it's I'll, i'm still gonna watch it but i right now i'm just like all right it's it's i hate to say it but it just feels like i'm like all right i need something to watch well loki's here i like i'll, I'll watch that <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, speaking of things that I didn't, like, super dig this week, and this is a sad thing for me to say, I didn't really like this episode, uh, this week's episode of Rick and Morty. It was fine. Like, it felt more like a lesser version of the train, train episode. Yeah, I almost feel like they set it up very early in the episode when uh, Rick straight up says to Morty because Morty says something about what's the decoys and Rick says oh I don't know it's this idea I was never really able to crack and this episode felt like something that they they had this idea of decoys and didn't know what to do with it I will say though uh I did like the wood the wood puppet uh decoys <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of 8-bit voice. <laughs> the tail end with the Jerry Wood decoy that escaped and then just lived forever. Yeah, because he varnished himself. And oh, he gets God, taken I away can't... by beavers. He's like, oh, God. At the end, he's like, oh, God, I can't die. This is the worst thing that's happened to anyone ever. You you went, oh, this is another Christ. You went from cowboys to Christ? <laughs> that was pretty good. But for the between most part, that I... and Between that and just... Mr. Mr. I want to be hunted. <laughs> that one, I was like, what the 
fuck is that? Like, <laughs> hunt me! Hunt me! It's um, just like, it's Mr. Poopy But I call him Mr. Poopy Butthole's, like, long-distance cousin. Yeah, I know. I like... He has... It's like a sex thing. <laughs> I liked, uh, the, uh, Muppet mascot costume <laughs> decoys. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, they even said the after thing of, uh this episode or Dan Harmon I just I think just kind of just said yeah he they had a crazy idea so I just let him run with it yep it, that, yeah that's what it seemed like to me and it, it in the end I was like okay that was fine but oh, kind of like Westworld yeah kind of like Westworld don't fuck it yeah but then later they come in oh it's kind of like Ex Machina yeah just yeah. like Ex Machina don't fuck it <laughs> or, uh, or when we were like uh Rick um like when you said you made a copy of the whole house do you mean the whole house? Yes, Morty. I also mean that sw- that T-shirt you have. What, you know it's you called tissues. Tissues. I can't finish without it. <laughs> it's like this one. Yeah, the main story I wasn't super big into, but mm-hmm. all the little quips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, Summer's new catchphrase is "lick dicks." Yep. <laughs> that um, ah shit. There was one other one that made me ah. Uh... I can't remember. There was one other little quip in there that I really like. Oh, uh, I, that was the one with the, ah, it's too quiet. You forgot to say quiet. I didn't forget shit, Summer. If it's too quiet, it's obviously quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, it was bound to happen. Like, yeah. At some point down the road. I did see the preview uh, for next week's episode, and mm-hmm. it, it looks ridiculous. Like, I, I kind of hope it goes where I, where I think it might be going. But it's legit just uh, Morty. I think it's the opening bit probably. But it's like Morty and Rick are like getting ice cream or something. And it starts like raining acid. So they get in their car. And there's this rat. Or it's a weasel. Uh, on a motorbike. On uh, his flying motorbike. And he's called the Diesel Weasel. <laughs> and then there's some girl named, that's like a Captain Planet lookalike comes down to fight him. That's amazing. So yeah. I mean yeah. It's. I'm more excited just because now I just want... I kind of hope they make decoy Rick and Morty Funko Pop so I can have more Rick and Mortys. Yeah. Especially um, the puppet ones. Yeah, especially the puppet ones and maybe the wooden ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's... Yeah, it's a... It was a fine, fine episode. Uh, you know what's not fine? Because I'm going to talk about... Since we're on this little, like, sort of meh train. I'm going to tell you about this. Because I watched the entire damn season and became away from it, hating it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I watched, yeah, on they, this week they had Nef- Netflix put out the American dubbed uh, version of Godzilla Singular Point. And That's right. Mm-hmm. God, it is so fucking slow and so over the top stupid in terms of they focus it's it's kind of it's the same problem i have with the anime movies they did where a lot of people not everyone a lot of people go to see godzilla movies not for the human interactions Mm -hmm. they want to see monsters beat the living shit out of each other and of course this whole season is more person focused than monster focused and it's so it's so over the top insane in terms of uh plot now i'm going to explain the plot to you all right i'm buckling in you tell me okay so this episode is 13 episodes this season's 13 episodes mm-hmm. godzilla doesn't show up till episode 9 um excuse and how long is each episode 20 minutes or uh, 25 minutes I'm just trying to figure out what that equates to in so 25 25 25 so an hour that's uh so eight episodes would be two hours that's like an entire that's like Godzilla showing up in the last little teeny bit of a movie yeah and they did what they and uh but he only shows up because there's this thing going around around the US where red sand shows, red sand is showing up, 
and from the red sand are coming all the monsters before Godzilla mainly Rodan which is a bunch of little birds and wait a and, bunch of not like you know big pterodactyl birds they're pterodactyls but they're little uh and then right. and Manda which are they're naming they're, these are names of species now Rodan's the name of the birds in general Ugh, and okay. Manda is the name of all these serpents that come from the water and they all come out of this red sand and uh, they show they're here for like the majority of it of the se- series mm-hmm. except Anguirus he shows up for like two episodes and then he's gone mm-hmm. uh, and the sand apparently has time travel abilities what so so this is the best I can how I can describe it so by episode there's this song this whole season starts off with the song that two guys find in a haunted house it's not really haunted they just call it a haunted house um, that apparently is attracting the Rodan and all these monsters to come to Tokyo and the entire season is them trying to figure out um, uh, time travel as well as this new material that is called I don't even remember what the fuck it's called it's something stupid some new material that is like the basis of the red sand Godzilla and Anguirus apparently come from either the future or the past it's not clear how or clear in which direction they spend the entire season um, trying to this little this uh, robot computer that goes by the name of BB no Chibi I don't know it's a little corgi uh, AI is running around the internet trying to find info on singular points which are points of where you can time travel and apparently Godzilla himself is one of these points he shows up around episode 9 this is all a lot so hang on hang on it gets better so Godzilla shows up around episode 9 as sort of Shin Godzilla-esque. He starts off as a fish thing mm-hmm. and then he becomes like the weird like eyes too close together on his nose and then his third form and at first I was like okay whatever and I was like no I hate this and not he can somehow control the red sand as like a third appendage cuz it literally grabs shit out of the sky and throws it down. Um, the only way Godzilla is defeated in this show is they have their variation of the hydrogen bomb or the H bomb or whatever, and but it's made to destroy the red sand because that is his weak spot. Because if they can disintegrate the red sand, all the monsters die. But they already knew this because the information was was passed from the past. To the present, and they were just waiting for the right moment to to uh, to actually do the plan. And by epi- when episode in episode nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen, they could not say the word catastrophe. Like they could not stop saying it. I was getting so pissed off, and it's it spends so much time on theater theoretical science mm-hmm. and math. There are literally minutes of this show where you're looking at a cell phone screen as two people are talking about science and trying to make it understandable for us. Like It's like you put, if you could make a contraption, you put your bread in, but you already knew when it was going to be toasted. And like you knew the exact timing. So like, did you get that message from the future? It's, it's fucking stupid. The whole thing's stupid. This is all a lot. And it doesn't... Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, I mean, it, it's way more even than most of the Godzilla movies, but there was a whole uh, set of Godzilla movies. I guess it's the, like, the the 2000s ones, maybe? Right, where, where yeah, Biollante, Destroya. Like aliens like coming ones. in, but they're, like, future humans, and they're... Oh, yeah, those are the 80s. Like, oh, yeah, okay. we're... Those were those were like the late '80s, early '90s because there was time travel involved with that, mm-hmm. uh, where King Ghidorah was 
they took three little dragons to the past by accident and they left them there and they became King Ghidorah in the future. Yep. Like, okay, that's what I was like, thinking of. Yep. It's it's not that I'm against the whole science and math thing, but when that kind of takes over the entirety of of a monster, like a giant monster kind of show, it kind of t- defeats the purpose of why you want to watch it. Well, to it's, me, it's like um, the first of the anime movies they did. I can't remember the title of it. Um, I didn't even end up finishing that trilogy because yeah, because they suck. Because <laughs> that first one, I was it was so much, almost entirely about the surviving humans on this generational spaceship out in space talking about how they wanted to go home to see if you know Godzilla was gone so that humans could go back to Earth and then preparing for that trip to go back to Earth to see if Godzilla was gone and then like the whole thing finding out if Godzilla was gone uh, didn't end up like you didn't see Godzilla till like the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so freaking tedious, and I I it was apparently a huge this show was apparently a huge hit overseas, which good for them, like really good for well, them. But like it, to each their own. I will say I I so, I think I think part of that might be is um. And it's fine. This is a thing that is real. I think probably what the Japanese are looking for out. And I know a lot of people love anime here in the United States, but I know that a lot of anime also gets Americanized a little bit. So I think maybe what the Japanese are looking for out of this TV series is different than what we might be looking for out of this TV series. I will say, though, despite all the negative shit about this, I actually kind of liked some of I, I liked the nods of, of of some of the bigger creatures that didn't show up in this, and I actually like some of the designs mm-hmm. uh, of this. I hated Godzilla, like the Godzilla design. I've sucked. seen that Godzilla design on uh, like Twitter and stuff. I don't, oh yeah, because I got, saw like, the two. big side tusks and stuff going on, right? Uh, yeah, he has the big side tusk. His atomic blast is a whole different thing now where he has the ability... It causes, like, five rings of different sizes uh, show up, and then he shoots through it. And I'm like, no, no. Mm. I don't like... I, that's a, If that's just a design choice, I'm a big fan of that. But I did like the Anguirus design, except for the... I guess he had the ability to see the future because he could vibrate his spikes to deflect bullets hmm. which was a little weird um i like the kumangas which i guess they kind of meshed they're the spiders yep um mm-hmm. they they kind of meshed them with megalon and i was like that's actually a really kind of cool little bit and then somehow hedora they're they're little it's bizarre um i hated the rodan like and i hated the new monster Slaguma. Uh, hmm. He looked like just a giant, like a giant dog that was just missing the lips of his jowls. Eh, that's he just weird. always, yeah, it's bizarre. I was not a fan of that, and it, it made that thing made no sense, like story wise. It was just like, here's another monster that has nothing to do with anything, because God Godzilla doesn't fight any other monsters. He just shows up and then dies. And except for the brief fight he has with Jet Jaguar. Huh. Which they focus so much on Jet Jaguar and I hated it. I saw a Jet Jaguar figure when I was in Walmart the other day. The, I, the design of it I don't care that much about. But it's like that was kind of the one character that if anything got the most attention. Because it started off as just as a, a thing that someone piloted. And then mm-hmm. it morphed into like an AI uh, that carried around a spear. What is the difference between Jet Jaguar and Ultraman? They look like Ultraman's a guy. Okay, and Jet Jaguar is just a robot. He's a robot. Because am I remembering wrong, or do they look? No, no, like you, ex- no. You, 
exactly jet, jet, the same. I know yeah, they look all, yeah because like I remember we I you were with me when I bought a figure of Jet Jaguar, and it literally is like an Ultraman like Power Ranger costume. Let's see, yeah, there's Jet. But he's Jaguar. supposed to be a, he's supposed to be like an android Ultraman or AI. Looks like. Okay, there is differences. Okay, I see there is. There's differences, but there's a lot of similarities. But they're yes, they are very, very similar. So I can see where, because Jet Jaguar, I think I always think of as Ultraman, and now that I'm looking at a picture of Ultraman, I'm like, I recognize this, but not enough to say so. It's. It's the color scheme, I think, is what it is, because they have a very there. There are a lot of silver. Well, uh, yeah, and I think it's the the helmet shapes are sort of they're similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like you watch it if you want, but I would say don't because you're gonna waste a lot. Of t- like I wanted to watch this whole thing from beginning to end to really see if it's gonna like do anything for me mm-hmm. like maybe like a setup for second season and i even tweeted about the other night like the family guy bit of where where peter sitting in like class for a show and tells like oh my god who the hell cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah but let's talk about something a little bit more positive as in the Halloween Kills trailers. <laughs> oh, that trailer's so freaking good. I can't wait. Oh, it's brutal looking, uh, number one. Number two, it's full of Easter eggs to previous... I mean, the, the most prominent of which is the uh, Halloween 3 Silver Shamrock masks. Yeah, just three people brutalized. Um, a little bit of an Easter egg... Of course... The Halloween timeline is so screwed up, but a little <laughs> teeny bit of an Easter egg, it seems like, to uh, Halloween 6, because Lori says something about the fact that, like, the more he kills... The stronger he the stronger, gets. Which is sort of like the Curse of the Thorn from Halloween 6, which is not a great movie, but if they're making a nod to it, I'm I, I like, you know... This is one of those instances where the trailer got me super hyped just because the beginning of it is just Michael Myers coming out of the burning building and murdering every single fireman. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when he reaches up and he grabs that dude and he pulls him down into the fire and you're immediately like, it's on. It's so on. Like, and, like, by the end of the trailer, it looks like everyone's, like, ready to go hunt Michael. Yeah. Um, I'm down. The the <clears throat> the daughter, the granddaughter, everybody's in. Yeah. I will say, as <coughs> always, I fans sometimes ruin this shit because a lot of people had gone to the internet and I've been complaining saying, You show too much. You too much. I I'm saw, like, no. I saw somebody that I know that talks a lot about trailers showing too much. And he didn't say they did show show too much. He said, boy, I hope they didn't show too much. I hope there's more to see. Uh, because- Blum, J- Jordan Bloom already uh, talked about it, saying, you have seen nothing yet. That's kind of what I thought. Like, there is a lot in there, and there are some brutal kills right in the trailer that I'm like, boy, I kind of would have liked to have... Um, I'll say it. Uh, I do think that the Silver Shamrock Easter egg would have been really cool to see for the first time when you watch the movie. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I do believe that there's probably a ton more to this. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm all in. It's gonna be uh, just like it's one of those things where I'm like, yes, please, just give it to me now. Mm-hmm. Just let me see it. Like, is there a way I can have an early early access? Right. Blumhouse, can I come and like review the movie beforehand? And the even crazier thing about this film is you're like, oh shit, there's one more after this too. Yeah. Halloween Ends still has to come out. Um, Which I'm assuming is just going to be a one-on-one Jamie Lee Curtis versus Michael kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, uh, boy, I hope the franchise sits for a long time and doesn't do anything. I hope they don't take the success 
if Halloween Kill, I mean Halloween 2018 was a, a a monster success. So if Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends are a huge success, uh, which they they might be, and probably a good chance of that. I hope the studio doesn't then go, well, fuck, we need to put out more of those. <laughs> I don't know. Blumhouse seems to have a, a besides the Purge films. Mm -hmm. uh, because they have a Purge film coming out next week, which I will they go do? see. <laughs> yeah, Purge Forever. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't... It's one of those stupid movies, kind of like the Saw franchise, where I'm like, yeah, it's just people murdering each other. I'm in. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I feel about the Friday the 13th franchise. If anything, of anything that comes out of it, because Michael's been getting a big resurgence... Jason, they're they're still fighting for another Jason. It's gonna film be of some forever sort. until we see another Friday the Thirteenth movie, man. I want a new. Robert said he'd be down if, if the script is right. One one more Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Robert Englund a lot. I do think that the one thing the reboot did right was recast Robert. And as much as I'd love to see one more Robert Englund nightmare film. If they're gonna start that franchise up again, I I'd like to see them start again, do a second reboot, but actually make it good this time. Well, this yeah, I I think they I that was the thing I I hated that reboot so much. Well, it was not, not a reboot; getting, nothing, it was a remake. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mad props for I love Jackie Earl Hadley, but I think. If give, because I kind of would like to see one more like Night, Nightmare on Elm Street, just like a final nod for Robert, mm -hmm. where he doesn't go, where he's he's more like Jackie's character, or more like he was in New Nightmare. Forget this, forget the silly shtick, forget how over the top. Yeah, just make after, him like a pissed off old man. After the first one, he got steadily more ridiculous. I think his two best turns as Freddy are one and three, and then New Nightmare. Even though New Nightmare is a weird ass movie, <laughs> I love that movie. Mm -hmm. So great. Yeah, I just one more. Just I know Elijah Wood apparently has ideas uh, hmm. for for one. So I'm just like, let him. You know what? I'll do it. I'll be Freddy. Yeah. Uh, let, I'm in the. I'm sort of in the. Just make him a younger version. I'm down. Make him a creepy Listen, old line. man. I can be a creepy old man. Can he? Can he have the Herbert voice? That'd be even creepier. I'm just here to kill you, bitch. Oh, hey there, mostly on paper boy. Mm. Go sit in your dreams and just wait for you to go bed. I'm scary, Terry. <laughs> bitch. Sex is sacred. <laughs> What These do two things say don't go in... together. Yeah. What do you say when they're running through a pumpkin patch? Um, bitch. No! <laughs> uh, I don't uh, know who I would make the new... I think it would pretty probably have to be somebody out of the unknown pool if you were going to do a new... Because of the famous slasher killers, Freddy is the only one that has speaking role. Yeah, um, well, not well. Well, there's up until later this month. Uh, later, uh, no, I think it's August or September when Candyman comes out. Mm, but Candyman never was a really big popular franchise the way Nightmare, Halloween, uh, Scream, and Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. True, um, but it should have been because yeah, the first Candyman's great. <laughs> did you know? That Hulu, this is a terrible sentence, but it maybe will turn out okay. At least I hope. Go on. Hulu has the rights to do the next Hellraiser film. Yeah, we yeah they have the next Hellraiser film, I, and I think Clive Barker's involved. Yes, Clive Barker got the rights to Hellraiser back. He he won that battle. Or something. I, I can't remember how. But the fact that he is bringing it to Hulu makes me nervous. It's true. Um, There is a... Like, he did have a movie that came out last... 
year called Clive Barker's Book of Blood. It was not good. It was not good. So I'm a little And that wary. was on Hulu. Yeah. I am a little wary, but I mean, Clive, Hellraiser is like Clive Barker's baby. I like, know. I feel like you would get more respect in terms of production and story versus Book of Blood. Yeah, and HBO is doing the Hellraiser TV show. Which Clive Barker's also doing. Yes. Um, what is that show? It was only announced last October, so my guess is it probably isn't coming out till next year. Uh, I don't see anything about a release date on it yet. So, well, of all the things I, I you, I know you saw, and I still th- it baffles me that they that AfterShock Comics is making a Willy's Wonderland like prequel <laughs> comic. Your and I'm like, fuck to that you was guys. So funny. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh, I actually heard somebody else talking about Willy's Wonderland the other day. I will fight this person if they're like, it's a good movie. like it a lot more than No, you. I will fight this person. <laughs> I'm, no. <laughs> I was like, this is a very different review of this movie <laughs> than Justin's like very different review of this movie and I will I was... fight him <laughs> mm. oh like again no no ill will to Nicolas Cage but damn this thing was like just a piece of garbage <laughs> I wonder if the it's a prequel comic right yeah it's a prequel comic that looks like it's gonna be like the story that is told dirt halfway through the film when the kids are like trying to convince Nick Cage to leave still could be more interesting than the movie well I read some interesting comics this week that I mean were more interesting than Willy's Wonderland I guess there's a new black label comic called Batman Reptilian I heard about this I don't know I only uh I literally only just read that this was a thing, I think, yesterday. It's a weird book. Like, it's... The first... Like, I don't know if I'm going to continue it until maybe, like, the full thing's out in graphic novel or mm-hmm. on digital. But I bought the first one. I, it's basically... The, it's a side story because apparently, like, Batman finds out Riddler, Penguin... Uh, well, all the Scarecrow. Black Label books are not um, yeah, are canon. not canon. Yeah, yeah but like uh, Batman finds out that like that Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, Penguin, uh, and someone out Riddler, whoever else, mm-hmm. a Riddler I think, have been uh, have been beaten the shit out of, but no one knows by who. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they thought he was like the Joker. He like goes and like, uh, like interrogates a. Uh, like a gang member. The, the weird thing about it is the wording, uh, how this is, is put together, like, word-wise. Like, oh, dialogue. this is a Garth Ennis book. Yeah, and it's so bizarre, because, like, Batman's, like, on the verge of feeling like being this dick, even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, which I guess is, like, on the well, darker it's, side. Well, it's, it's Garth Ennis. I mean, think yeah. about his run... <sighs> He's almost not a good choice to write Batman because he was such a good choice to write the Punisher. Yeah, that's why. That's why I really felt like was reading this. I'm like, this feels way more like a Punisher book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But even in this episode, like this first issue, like they didn't even talk about like. And he, I don't know how many issues it is, but it's just Batman. It's just Batman being like, "Okay, I guess I'll go find out who's been killing my rogue ga- my rogues gallery," uh, and that's about it. It's a weird book. Um, but also this week, I also read like the last issue of Stray Dogs, which mm. so good, S- so damn good. Mm-hmm. I recommend. That's like a series I really want people to read when it comes on trade. Because it's just so good. And they even have like a mini series coming out in a couple months. Who's the publisher on that one? Is that Vertigo? Uh, Is that that's Image? Image. It's Image. It's okay. Image. Uh, just a bunch of dogs. 
being held, being uh, staying with a serial killer. Yep. You know, yep. great times. Um, I read the newest episode, uh, newest issue of Berserker. Still really good. Mm. Just m- more backstory though. That's than anything uh, else. the Keanu Reeves book, right? Yeah. That's what, yeah. And then what was the other one I got? I got one other one. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I did. Here's here's something that kind of bugs me. Mm-hmm. So I read this past week. Marvel put out their new Heroes Reborn book. I say book because it's not called Heroes Reborn. It's called Heroes Return. Mm-hmm. And this has been a weekly series. Um, where Heroes Re- it's the if just to re- recap everyone, uh, Heroes Reborn. Blade wakes up, and the world has changed. Captain America's in ice. Yep. And all this, like, there's the the Squadron Supreme are the heroes. Uh, And Heroes Reborn kind of picks up and tells you exactly what happened. Which, I hate it. I hate how they did did this. Because they basically said, so basically what, they're like, so Mephesto made a deal with Phil Coulson, of all people. Hmm. To use the pandemonium, the pan- pandemonium cube, which is like the tesseract, but it causes chaos or whatever, to alter the world so that Mephisto was God mm-hmm. and Agent Coulson, Phil Coulson, is an evil president of the U.S. Bizarre. It's bizarre, and it is a rehash. When they did Secret Wars, where Doctor Doom and Molecule Man uh, changed the world, so Doom was God. I was talking to my friend Steve yesterday about because uh, he's very up to date on DC. He ke- he keeps up, and he was telling me all about how uh, DC has recently just formed. A basically, I can't remember what he called them, but they're basically like the Justice League of the multiverse. Yep. And they're headed up by Calvin Ellis and Captain Carrot is there yep. and a bunch of other ones. And I'm like, this is weird, dude. Yeah, I, I read that. I read that issue and I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> Both companies are going through some things, right? They are now. going through a lot of things. Like, Marvel's gearing up for their next big carnage uh comic uh which is now just an a, a yearly thing mm-hmm. i guess yeah apparently uh, they seem to do I have a symbiote comic yeah um but they also are really digging into i guess moon knight mm-hmm. uh a new moon knight series that starts next month well, that's good yeah so there's a, and they, well, they kind know, of like got to uh I mean, they don't have to necessarily, but uh, giving Moon Knight his own story coming up here is probably a good idea considering there's a Moon Knight TV show coming. It, oh, totally. No, I totally agree with that. And I love any, I'm like, yeah, Moon, Moon Knight, I'm down. The problem is, I don't know if they're going to be, fo- they seem to be more focused on variant covers versus, because uh, there's, tw- there are so far 20 different covers you can get of Moon Knight. It's insane. So far. And it's like, we're not even done yet. We have so many more covers coming. Like, it's insane. And I don't I don't know. The one thing that happened the other day, just real quick while we're on comics, is the other day, Miles Morales had his 10-year anniversary. Woo! And it got me to thinking about how when Miles was first introduced, I was not super happy because I was way invested in the Ultimate Spider-Man book at that time. Because I still... The Ultimate Spider-Man run from the beginning to the end. Even in, up to and including when Miles was introduced and became Spider-Man. Is really fucking great. But because I was so invested in that timeline. And I really loved that version of Peter Parker. I mean I love all versions of Peter Parker. But the fact that they killed Peter made me so friggin' mad. And I'm like, they're just going to bring in, they're going to invent a new spider. They're going to kill Ultimate Peter Parker and just invent a new Spider-Man. This is bullshit. 
And then it turns out Miles is awesome. And, <laughs> and it's 10 years later and he's getting his own clone saga. Oh, I saw the other day that they're going to make Ben Riley Spider-Man again. And I was like, are yep. you fucking kidding me? Miles Morales is getting is, is meeting up with Ben and the clone I saga starts for a third one. time. I think that's already happened once. Hasn't Miles already had his own clone saga? No, he hasn't. I thought he had. Maybe I just remember reading about it quite a while. There was the, there was the, the thing that Jackal did a couple years ago. Well, I thought it, where he brought. I knew Miles was going to have his own, but they must have announced it a while back because I swore it had already happened. It hasn't happened yet. Son it's, of I a think, bitch. I think, it's ha- I think it's happening this fall. Oh, my God. It's insane. <laughs> the whole Clone Saga thing is one of the worst moments for me in the Spider-Man I have read. Those... All of that stuff is so weird and so... And I didn't like it um, when they translated it to the Spider-Man cartoon. (laughs) Um, And Mary Jane was apparently not Mary Jane. And uh, and I like Ben Riley, but I like him as Scarlet Spider. I like him as his own. So, (sighs) whatever. This is why I kind of focus more on... uh, like why i'm really glad i have digital Mm -hmm. these days yeah for as much as we always thought we wouldn't like digital now it's like oh we can just go back and read whatever the heck we want we don't even have to worry about staying current yeah i like like i do like reading some of the newer stuff Mm -hmm. like right now i'm still working i'm working my way through the starting at the beginning of the 2018 run of spider-man and going all the way up to now Mm. um because like there's some good stuff in there. I probably uh, am gonna get current on a few things. Like, excuse me, I would like to get back to current on like Batman and Green Lantern. Um, and on the Marvel side, maybe get current with Spider-Man because the last time I remember anything that was happening with Spider-Man was around the time of Superior Spider-Man, and God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, before I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. That was when I lived in my old apartment. Yeah. yeah. That was like five, six years ago. Uh, Seven, actually. Yeah, it probably was. Because let's see, I've lived in the house I'm in now six years. It's actually probably more than seven. Hang on, be, I can tell you. Yeah, it might be eight or nine at this point. Superior. If only there was some magic machine that could tell us. Oh, man, if only there was. Yeah. Let's see. Superior Spider-Man. Oh yeah, 2013 to September, uh, January of 2013 to September of 2014. Oh my god! The run. Holy crap! <laughs> oh, look at us. <laughs> yeah, I. Everything is just running together. All the timelines are just one big timeline. Are we all decoys? Are we all decoy? Are you a decoy? Or. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what is um are you wait how do you know you're a decoy oh no now you're really thinking about it are you (laughs) are uh, are you a hologram morty are you are you real are you a hologram morty here check oh my god am i a decoy you here morty morty check my asshole is there a barcode on my asshole no i'm not looking at your asshole rick come on you have to do it to know if i'm real yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was really good (laughs) <laughs> you ever randomly think of the butt planet on Rick and Morty and just laugh? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, still, I'm like, how is that a real planet it's in Rick and Morty? Because so, it's Rick and Morty. Everything's a planet. Yeah. I still am a, I'm still a super excited that thing I sent you that they're making PC principal as a Funko pop that comes with the school. Yes. They're, well, they're making the stick of truth. Um, yeah. No, it, well, it's the sticker. Tr- it's well, PC the, principal, and then all the characters from the uh, well, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, ah, right, yeah. <laughs> return of the the return of the tape. <laughs> Actually, it's no, because they've got butters, so it is stick of truth. Oh yeah, it's paladin butters. Beca- they got paladin butters because in uh, that episode that it came before stick of truth, butters was more like Gollum. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna need those with the porn tape. I'm gonna yeah. Oh. 
I'm gonna need all of that. I still need all the other ones because I only have th three. I three only or have. Four. Shit, I can't see from here. I think I've only got Professor Chaos. I might yeah. have another one. I can't remember. I have. I have. I have a uh, Midberry Crunch. Uh, uh, um, the Coon. Ah, I need the Coon one. Yeah. And I think I have Professor Chaos. I think those are the three. I no, I think I have Randy as well. The no, I have Randy Mr. Mackey. one is one. The Randy one is from really early in yeah. Funko. So it's the kind of old Funko where um, he just didn't quite look right. Yeah, for whatever I have the was. Mr. Mackey one. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I still we still have like. Uh, I know at work we still have. Oh, I have Osimo too. I have I have Osimo. Nice. Uh, I still need to get the Faith Plus One, Cartman, Jersey Kyle, Kung Fu uh, Ninja Stan, and mm -hmm. Princess Kenny. Princess Kenny. Princess Kenny. I um. I really want those Terrence and Philip ones that we saw oh, the other day. Damn. I, yeah, I know. I, I was, was like, thinking I about got those the Terrence and Philip ones. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, the South Park Pops that were at that store. I kind of wanted to get them all. And you know, they made Terrence and Phillip, but they never made the Queef Sisters. <laughs> they that they need to get on that. They need, that needs to be like a double pack. You get the Queef Sisters and Terrence and Phillip as they're getting married. What would be really funny would be to get like when from the reunion episode where <laughs> Philip had just gotten real, or was it Terrence? Real. Which one got really fat? I can't remember. Philip got really fat. Philip got really fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that would be funny. I don't know. Funko's been just putting shit out lately. It's been insane. Yeah, I was looking at the app uh, today. Because like we're we're supposed to be getting at work at least like the Captain Kirk. Oh, there we go. Paladin Butters, High Elf King Kyle, Ranger Stan Marshwalker, Grand Wizard Cartman, and South Park Elementary with PC Principal. Good crush, puss. Also, they have a comic version of Hawkeye that looks kind of weird. Yeah, they already put up the Sylvie ones. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about it last week. Sylvie, Ravona Renslayer, um, Hunt, Hunter B fifteen. Oh no, yeah, Ravona Renslayer with Miss Minutes. Yeah, and Hunter B fifteen. Okay, gonna be honest with you, I bang Miss Minutes. <laughs> well, that's because she's Tara Strong. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Gotta have her if she's Tara Strong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's a little weird clock. Yeah, it is a little. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, boy, I think that covers it for this week. I'm kind of looking at the Funko Pop app, seeing what uh, South Park ones. Boy, there's a lot of them that I want. Holy moly! <laughs> there's so many I still need to find. Yeah, Goth Stan. I still need to get the Bothorma, all the Rick, new Rick and Morty ones, like Bothorma, the Glorzos. Oh, totally. Uh, Princess Summer. Yep. Man, Funko just taking my money. I need them to make a eight-inch uh, ticket, ple tickets please guy, without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, why is every old guy cut? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line from the beginning, from this season so far. It's just Morty continuing his whole weird thing with people, old people being cut. Well, I told you where that comes yeah. from. Yeah, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon just being like my nightmare is just yeah. an old guy rips off his shirt to reveal he's been straining his whole life to kick my ass. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's so fucking funny. But by next episode. I'm I'm gonna I have like two days off on Thursday and Friday. Nice. And I know one of those days, uh, I will probably regret it, but I might watch Space Jam. Ah, oh, you might. Yeah. It's on to... HBO Max, so at least it's like I'm not paying money to go to a theater to see it. I know. This week I am uh, most likely just gonna watch more The Nanny. Yeah. 
Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Hey. I don't care. Fran Fine, uh, Fran Drescher, she can get it. Even now yep. at 63, she can get it. Did you see that? I didn't know they were apparently together, but Ian McGregor and Mary Lou Winstead are having a kid. I saw something weird about that. The headline They're, was all fucked up. It was like Ewan it's McGregor's daughter yeah. announces the birth of his new son. And I was like, what did I just read? The, yeah, the headline makes no sense. But it's basically Ewan is dating Mary Lou Winstead and they're having a daughter. Mary I Elizabeth guess. Winstead? Mary Elizabeth, yeah. Okay. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I had no idea. No I don't clue. follow yeah. celebrity uh, relationships all that much. Bro, well, except for Kat Dennings. <sighs> well, yeah, because that's my future wife, and I need to know what's going to And now happen. she likes to party hard. <laughs> now I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, that's a good note to go out on. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.